Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, father lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at Pemberton's The Best Damn How I Met Your Father podcast right here. Still not proven. Hey, you know what? Proof is in the pudding, man. And I got tons you of You got pudding? pudding? You got I pudding? got lots of pudding. Let's see the pudding. I mean, I don't have it here. Oh, got... he doesn't have it here, he says. <laughs> I got some I got some Dole Wiggles, our new sponsor. <laughs> Listen, speaking of sponsors. Still waiting for Rockstar to uh, hit me up here and sponsor yeah. me. Come on, Rockstar. Let's do this. All I'm saying is, is I saw the tweet go out there. They're really slacking right now, man. It's true. So, John, if you were going to do uh, an ad for, for Rockstar from how I met you, from my, you know, the prospect of how I met your mother or whatnot, let's hear it. What would you say? <laughs> Dating life got you down, got the ladies on the ropes. Grab a Rockstar energy drink and pull an all-nighter. She'll thank you later. That's right. Because it's legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Punched. Boom. There it is, folks. Rockstar, hit us up. All right, folks. I am one of your hosts here, Josh, with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? <laughs> you got your Rockstar, obviously. I but... like to think that I'm doing pretty good. Right. Um <laughs> yes, yes, I still have a pulse, which means I am alive. So that's a plus. That is a plus. Yes, I do have my rock star. It's becoming a uh, a small staple in my Fridays again. No, no Saturdays. sugar. No zero sugar today, though. No, I want <laughs> listen full after flavor. Like, full flavor, baby. The <laughs> only way to go with rock star, unless you absolutely need to have zero sugar. But at the same time, I also have a bottle of water. So, I mean, I'm trying to be a good bit boy. It balances itself out, I suppose. <laughs> Listen, so for those of you who know, we usually record on a Saturday night after, like, everything has calmed down from the week. Today's Friday morning. It is actually 1030 in the morning right now. True. I would usually be asleep right now, getting ready to go get my kid in a few hours. But... I threw caution to the wind. We're recording so that you guys can have this episode still this weekend. And lo and behold, I stayed up. There it is. <laughs> Full flavor, to, baby. He needs to, to jack up with some, with some rock star energy. Listen, I yeah. didn't buy just one today. I bought two. There's still yeah. one in my refrigerator. Hoorah, it's going to be a double dose kind of day. It's probably going to be a double dose and a pot of coffee at some point. There it is, folks. There it is. Uh, All right, (laughs) so we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 14, Disengagement Party. Yes, which uh, aired on June 6th of 2023, directed by Pamela Fryman. B-Fry! That's right. Uh, And written by Owen Ellickson. Uh, he works as a producer on the show and also previously wrote uh, the season two episode, Ride or Die. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Speaking of Ride or Die, I know yeah. I'm a day late, but happy Best Friends Day. <laughs> woo, woo! That's right, folks. Hope you guys all had a, a good time with your best friends. There it is. <laughs> I'm having myself a damn good time right now with mine. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so Owen Ellison also worked uh, as a producer and a writer on several other shows 
including King of Queens, It's Always Sunny, Splitting Up Together, The Office, and Superstore. I mean, a, cu- a couple of really good ones in there. Mm-hmm. I remember King of Queens back in the day. My mom used to watch that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I've watched at least some episodes of all of those shows. So liar. Not a liar. I have watched Liar. Not a liar at all. (laughs) (laughs) Underpants. I watched the entirety of three of those shows. Did you? I did. Superstore, The Office, and... And Splitting Up Together. I did not know you've ever seen that show. Yeah, that's uh, it's Jenna Fisher's show, uh, the show that she did after The Office. That makes sense. Yeah, so I I checked that out. I, I liked it, but it got canceled after, I think, like two seasons or something like that, but... I thought it was good. Didn't make it past, you know, you know where it should have been. But oh add well. that to the list of shows that just got canceled way too soon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. So the summary for this episode: Sophie pulls in the big guns to help her get Vale out of her engagement. Sid and Hannah argue about where they'll live. Jesse helps Charlie and Ellen through a roommate faux pas. Fair. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get into this. We we start things off. We get uh, future Sophie. And we get a little bit of that insanity, uh, that Sophie insanity that we get throughout the show that we don't usually see with future Sophie. No. Where she yells at her own kid about being the blonde one. Listen, I mean, when you're in a big family or a family of multiple kids, you've got to stand out somehow. Yeah. She's the blonde one. She's the blonde one, and that is why she had to stop Vale from bleaching her hair. <laughs> so, it's... it's uh, Without spoiling this episode, this episode entirely gives me multitude of How I Met Your Mother episode flashbacks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I wrote some of that kind of stuff in here. Um, yeah, it, it harkens back to... Uh, the one that I wrote specifically in here is season five, episode sixteen, "Hooked," where uh, we get mm, yeah, uh, where Lily can't say no to Scooter. Yep, and because he, she, you know, he's the too adorable. Like that's where, that's what I saw a, a major point for for this episode. Obviously, well, he, I he I saw that. There's obviously the Scooby thing because you know they think of him as a dog. Yeah, I thought they, it was kind of definitely funny. combine that. Yeah, as well. Uh there's the, um, oh no, that's a different show. Never mind. <laughs> Let's hear yeah. it anyways. Well, so there's there's an episode of Scrubs, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about here in a second. It's uh, JD confesses that he crawled into Keith's bed and cuddled him, oh, and yeah. he's like, in my defense, Keith's a. Uh, I remember how he says it. Dynamite, like, Cuddler or something like that. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, it's almost like that time in college. And then the, he and Turk remember an incident in college. And then he's like, yo, you, you cool if we don't like hug for like a week, right? And he's like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, yeah. I just watched that episode, actually. <laughs> Listen, so I know this is, this is like the How I Met Your Mother podcast. But considering Scrubs is one of those like old shows that me and you like binged all the time there are so many standout moments that like when i when i go back and watch it now i'm like man that shit would not fly today it's true a lot of those shows from like the early mid 2000s there's a lot of them you know office parks and rec uh this show scrubs all those uh 30 rock they all have a lot of stuff in it where it's like ooh. That's not gonna, you know. Like, almost, almost twenty years later. It's not oh like, yeah, like yeah. the Todd. Todd would never fly today. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's HR's worst nightmare at this point. Back in the two thousands, though, it was still funny. Yeah, I mean, I, it's well, still funny to me right now because I've been watching I it. Mean, so. But, that's the <laughs> but thing. I understand like what they were doing too. You know what I mean? True. I don't think the things that he's doing are okay, but the way they present them are, you know, it's funny the way they do it. So. You know, oh uh, shit! I mean, look at—I mean, how about your mother? Look at all the stuff that Barney does. I mean, you're not wrong, and there are there are times where, like, we do when we're recording, and I'll watch something, and I'll be like, "Oh man, that wouldn't have." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, we we have no problem calling out stuff that just doesn't work, <laughs> which is why I love uh, what we do. 
Yeah, I love that's it. fair. I and we do. We call a lot of bullshit sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna call some bullshit later on in, in this episode because there's a moment where I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, cool, cool. All right, so uh you know Sophie is planning an engagement party to help out Vale. Uh, and, and to get rid of Vale and Swisher's engagement, to break them up, uh, to finally get that. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, she's throwing them a party to yeah. try to inevitably end it, yeah. which is such a fucking weird concept. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I noticed right away, Hannah's there. You know, yep. we haven't seen her in a while, you know, uh, at least not with the group. No, we, we were just talking about that last episode, too. Yeah. And then I love how she literally, like, because, like, we always joke about it, but one line of dialogue fixes a mm-hmm. lot of things. And, you know, like, the group's sitting there, and she's like, oh, I'm so tired, I just got off a plane, you know, I just got into town. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they're gonna be like, she just got here, got here, okay. Yeah, yeah she literally just got there. And I, and I noticed something in the dialogue, she has no idea about this engagement. Nope. And, and I like, thought that that was kind of weird that that had not come up. Yeah, like how has Sid not mentioned this? Right. Like, I don't. I mean, understand. even if it was just like a general conversation of like, oh, hey, by the way, Val got engaged to a guy that we don't think it's going to last. Yeah. Like, like it, it didn't come barely up. Barely knows all. this guy. Like that's big gossip right there, man. <clears throat> well, like, yeah, because what if it had actually went through? Like, what if she'd have actually gotten married? Yeah. Like. I, I don't understand, and I think the fact that Sid didn't bother to mention this to her or any of that, I think that's a big sign, to you know, of, of where this relationship is going. You well, know what I mean, it's it's funny because well, <clears throat> when do we get there? I want I want to start with their story first today. Okay, uh, so we uh, we go through some some of this. Sophie uh, apparently tried to make a PowerPoint presentation. I love that she was using PowerPoint. I I love what she said. She's like, I didn't buy PowerPoint for nothing. Nope. (laughs) And then Charlie's like, yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's, his entire attitude this episode is just kind of like passe. Yeah, he's just kind of like, eh. You know, like, really. He's reading a fucking magazine as they're doing this, like, entire little group scene. He's just like, eh. I think they're being very subtle about Charlie's feelings on all of this. I really think that Vale being with Swish bothers him. You know what I mean? Well, we'll find out in due time because if he's if he you know if think about it, he's acting all like he doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff. You know because he. He does. He probably doesn't want to actively be like, "Yeah, we got to break you guys up." You know, because that might seem weird. That's fair. coming from him specifically. <laughs> so it's like he's overcompensating. He's overcorrecting. You, you know what, bro has to do. <clears throat> you, you'll, 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 you'll get this reference. He's pulled Colin Farrell and just look her dead in the eyes, and he needs to say, "Bunny, your hair is curly." <laughs> he can pull it off, I think. Oh, whole hard. Women yeah. love a man with an accent. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why uh, you think I walk around talking like this all day? <laughs> How many women have you picked up with that voice? Absolutely none, but we're going to change that today. Hey man, first well, time the uh, remainder of the uh, podcast, I'm going to talk like this. That might be awkward, but hey, we'll see what we can do. Uh, well, so, uh, try. I was thinking about this whole uh, PowerPoint thing, and it felt like something that like Marshall would do. Where he would be so like he's like I'm gonna I got it and I'm gonna use it and I'll use no, it like when no. he did the charts and stuff. Well, that's he, different though. Charts, <laughs> charts and graphs are different, bro. The website they are a physical when he, media. When he got something that was different and interesting, <laughs> man. He used it all the time. He, he did well. It's it's like him writing songs for everything. Yeah, can't sit in for Lily's mom. Yeah, can't the sit. other person that I thought <laughs> would probably also do this was Barney. I could see him doing this, you know, making PowerPoints for yeah. like, sexual conquests or, like the, <laughs> you know, a no, PowerPoint it, about, a, about a play that he's doing. Yes, I was going to say it'd be a PowerPoint about the play itself. Not, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, <laughs> dude, I can just. <laughs> yep. 
It would be good uh, stuff. <laughs> have I lost you? Let's go back to step one. Step one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jesse just suggests, why don't you be direct and just break up with him? Tell you know, just flat out tell him. And this is where we get a flashback to uh, Vale and Sophie trying to do just that. And that's when we see the for the first time we see them seeing Swish as a as a dog. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The first flashback <laughs> to it, I thought they were trying to talk to the dog. Like Barney had a physical little pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh. Like they're they were practicing. Yeah. But <clears throat> then this is where I got my first, like, <laughs> they think of him like a dog. Yeah. Like Scooby. See, I didn't instantly go to that. I instantly went to the scooter to, to Hooked. Fair. You know, because it, they're trying to end something but he's too cute he's too adorable that they just can't do it and that's exactly what happens to lily in that episode if i was gonna end it hold on i'm just saying if i was gonna end it i would put him in the naked cabbie's cab <laughs> i mean hey you never know if and then he was never him, seen from again he was never <laughs> seen again I do wonder, what is the naked cabbie doing 15 years later? Was he ever caught? I don't know. Maybe he's the naked bus driver now. Maybe. He, he could be <laughs> a naked, naked limo driver. You never know. Five bucks says he's living in Florida, whatever he's doing. Because <laughs> in Florida, uh, that kind yeah. of shit's not weird. You get into a cab and he's naked. You're just like, hey, can you take me to the airport? He's like, I got you. But you never make it. <laughs> no, you never make it. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> Sophie <laughs> decides to assign roles to each member of the group. Now, this is something we've already seen her do. Oh, yeah. This well, is I mean, apparently a thing within the group that they, we're just going to assign each other roles for listen, whatever the situation I is. I love that as she's handing them out, though, there's only two massive complaints, and it's that Charlie doesn't want to do his role because he's in a relationship, kind yeah. of. Yeah, she, and, she she sets Charlie as the fun bachelor who will remind Swish of all the casual sex he will be missing out on. And Ellen's only complaint is she doesn't want her name to be Ellen. She wants it to be Morgan. Marine. Or Marine. Marine, yeah. And yeah, and Ellen uh, is the bitter divorced lady. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I can understand that. And then I love how when she, when Ellen's running her part of the play during like, She's like, oh, my former Marine self. And then Swish is like, listen, if you want to be called Marine, I'll call you Marine. Yeah, man. Swish is a good dude. You know, I feel Overall, bad. Overall, he's not a bad guy. He's no, just he's not. not that. He's not yeah, the he, right guy. He's not. He's not. He's not right for Vale. But he is. He's a great guy. Uh, he's a little immature at times, but in a very innocent way. You know what I mean? That sounds like somebody else we know. Fair, you know. Uh, so let's see who else we got. We got Sid and Hannah. They are the un unhappy married couple who can't stop fighting. And apparently, this is their first weekend together in like a month. Which I'll be honest, I assumed. Now I'm assuming when he says that he's count, he, he's he's including the trip he made out there. That's what I'm assuming. Well, his his trip was about a month ago. Yeah, in so TV that time. Sense. Yeah, that would make sense then. Um, we talked about Charlie, uh, and how, yeah, he can't do it because he's bringing Julia, you know, we're getting Julia back for an episode. Julia. Not much of it, but <laughs> it's there. Uh -huh. John thought she would, we would never see her again, but I now mean... I think we will never see her again. I really don't. <laughs> she, she left that bar and got right into the cab. I'm... <clears throat> yeah. She got right into something. All right. Yeah. Uh, and during his portion we get this vibe between Charlie and Ellen. Something's wrong. Yeah. Like it, it, something's going on. It becomes a runner and becomes a big part of the episode. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Sophie assigns Charlie's part to Jesse. And he's not a big fan of this because he hates those kinds of people. He does. And, dude, is he hilarious when he's trying to do it or what? The, oh, yeah. Dude, it's so awkward and bad. <laughs> he, he reminds me of... Um, Orpus, Randy, Randy, yeah, but without like the awkward nosebleed or awkward directions. <laughs> uh, and then Sophie says uh, she's going to show Swish how ancient she is, uh, and then just casually mention that her and Vale are the same age. 
And Vale does not have confidence in this plan. Nope. I mean, in all fairness, I didn't have confidence in the plan. The one thing I did have confidence in, though, was how hot Hillary Duff looked in that dress. Dude, absolutely. Like, I was oh. like, I was like, damn. Yeah, man. She is. She's a gorgeous woman. All right. So you said you wanted to start with. I want to start with Hannah and with Hannah. Sith. Okay. So their their portion is the shortest portion, really. Well, I uh, wanted to start when, with them. When you pull it all out, it is the <laughs> shortest stuff. When you pull it out. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to talk about their section because there's there's a parallel to this that I noticed and I couldn't believe that the showrunners decided to make this parallel so early in the show. Okay. The biggest complaint that they, so they're, they're supposed to be the fighting couple Yeah. and they don't want to fight, but they end up in a real fight. Pretending to fight. Yeah. And they end up getting in a real fight. They end up getting in a real fight because Hannah wants to buy a house in Los Angeles and Sid wants to stay in New York. And it becomes this huge argument between the two of them about why they should each go their separate ways. And the first thing that came to mind, Stella and Ted. Yeah. Jersey and New York. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I cannot believe that they are. Because we're almost there in How I Met Your Mother. It's true. Like, we're getting to that point where, like, Stella and Ted are starting to date. And, like, we're almost to all that shit. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, man. And then I started to think to myself, like, I wanted to make a list of, like, pros and cons of both places. Okay. And I was like, you know, like, in New York, Sid has the bar. He's got Jesse. He's got the group. You know, he's established. He's got, you know, the apartment and stuff like that. And then the 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 plus sides to, like, Los Angeles, There's there, you could start a new business out there, you know, and you could... Your wife's out there. I'm sure that there's plenty. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of business opportunities out there because, I mean, it's the land of opportunity. That's the thing. I think for Sid, there's not a lot of pros other than Hannah being there. Yeah. You know, for Hannah, there are more pros because she had her jobs out there. She's making friends out there. Like she has become acclimated to that area. So there are far more pros for her. Yeah. Um, but not for Sid. And the fact that he, in the end, winds up essentially caving to her, it bothers me not that he's willing to do it, but the fact that she's unwilling to do the same thing. Like, he he says, you know, he's willing to, to be open to L.A., but she never once seems open to New York. No, and the sad part is, this is going to be the nail in their coffin. This is going to be what ends up splitting them. Because in the end, he's going to choose New York, because everything's there. Yeah, I mean... And she's going to choose her job and her friends. Yeah. And it's going to suck, because breakups like that, I've went through it. It yeah. sucks. Like, that's a hard fucking breakup. But... It, it, it's going to be even harder, because they're married, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's wild stuff. Um. I do like that we got the scene with Sid and Vale's parents. He's you know getting the advice from them. I thought that was a really nice scene because yeah, we'd never seen them together. No, inter- interacting and whatnot. They never really met, so that was really cool. We got we got a bit more insight about her parents, about Vale's parents. <coughs> her parents are actually pretty chill. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah. They are. We, we can go to that that <laughs> leg, leg of the uh, the story. Well, I was just saying, you know, because we were talking about the Sid and Hannah stuff. True. And, you know, because Sid's I, I will, mind doesn't change until he talks to them. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and I mean, it's I love the way he he brings it up, though, too. He's like, you know, was there ever anything that you guys didn't agree on? And, you know, and her dad's like, no. Well, this one thing. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, but I lo- well, I love that it starts off with about a movie. Like that's their big, yeah, that was their big thing I- <laughs> that she Listen, comes up with. But I, mean, I wanted to fairness- go see that Spider-Man movie with the with the the young British guy, and he and he wanted, he wanted to, to go see cats. <laughs> and then I love how she's like, "Don't worry, honey. I'm sure that the vision of cats you had in your head was, you know, way better." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I kind of want to know what his envisionment of cats was supposed to be. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like almost anything is probably better than what what they got in that movie. I'm just listen. Saying. I can honestly say that this is one time, <clears throat> one time where you have seen a musical that I have not. Yeah, and it is one of the few times where I'm gonna say, <laughs> "Sucks to be you." Yeah, I. And the thing is, I knew it was probably gonna be bad when I watched it, but I'm the kind of guy who's like. You can't really enjoy all the great movies unless you watch a few, sh- you know, shitty ones too. So I'm like, I'll give this a watch. That's fair. And damn, man, did I regret that? <laughs> I mean, you can't enjoy a Lord of the Rings without a feast thrown in there. That's fair. <laughs> you can't enjoy Clerks without Red State. I don't think that's true because I love both those movies. I mean, I love Red State. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> because this is the true Kevin Smith hater conversation here. You ready for this? Even though I'm a supporter of Kevin Smith, I'll say it the way the haters would. You can't have clerks without hate in Jersey Girl. I mean, a lot of people do do feel that way. I mean, I don't understand it because Jersey Girl's not a bad movie. No, it's not. I enjoy it. I mean, but I also find some humorous uh humorous pleasure in in yoga hosers too so i mean that's is fair i think i like jersey girl because jennifer uh lopez finally gets what she deserves ouch man (laughs) (laughs) for those of you who don't let ben affleck hear you say that because they're married now okay so before we get back to how i met your mother have you seen the new? Well, we're Dunkin not in How I Met Your Mother or How I Met Your Father. <laughs> have you seen the new Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck? I have. Where he's where he's buying the coffee though, and not. Yeah. And they're like, "Are you Matt Damon?" And he's like, yeah. "Yeah, I was in." Uh, he's like, "I was in The Departed," and they're like, "Ah, oh, The Departed, yeah, Matt Damon." And he's like, "I am Matt Damon." No, no I, yeah, because no, he's like. They're like, oh, yeah, we, he's done so many good films. And, like, and Affleck's yeah. like, nah, nah. Like, <laughs> he's just shitting on his friend. <laughs> Loved it. I think it's a great commercial, man. It's so funny. Fuck, <laughs> man. Ben Affleck. It's true. Uh, speaking of commercials, I know we're getting off topic, but uh, every, I watch a lot of Hulu, and they show the same commercials a lot. They do. And they've been showing this Dunkin' Donut. I think it's Dunkin'. With Jason Biggs, have you seen this commercial? No, I'll okay. check it out later. Or no, it's not. It's not Duncan. It's a DoorDash. It's a DoorDash commercial with Jason Biggs. So he apparently orders some stuff, and the guy comes to the door and hands him hands. He got like a drink and then his groceries or whatever. He hands him the stuff, closes the door, and then you hear somebody be like, "Oh, uh, what do they say?" It's like, "Oh no, you didn't!" And he like knocks on the door or something, and. For the longest time, I had I was like, this makes no sense. It's like, who's at the door? You, you don't have any idea. Who, yeah. who's at the-? So I looked it up. There's a there's a much longer version of this commercial where the DoorDash guy shows up, and then from behind him pops up Sean William Scott. Yeah, and like he then like invites himself into this party that that Jason Biggs is having, <laughs> and all this other stuff. And then as I watched the cut down version, I realized it's Sean William Scott's voice knocking oh. on the door. Who knocks on the so door? So what's the oh no you didn't part? It's him because he like Jason Biggs is having a party and he shuts the door, but he apparently didn't invite Sean William Scott. Yeah. That was the whole thing in the okay. in the other version of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, you know, commercials, folks. There it is. If you got any great commercial recommendations, send it our way at Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M. You know, that's how we roll. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's talk about Charlie and Ellen. Okay. Charlie and Ellen with a little bit of Jesse. Yeah, very small sprinkling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this is fucking hilarious because obviously, like you said, 
there's some tension between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they're not talking to each other. They can't look at one another. And I'm like, what did they do? I know, man. I was like, I'll be honest. What actually happens n- did not cross my mind. In all honesty, I don't think what happens is bad enough to warrant the kind of reaction they're having. I thought they were like mad. I thought one of them was mad at the other one. You know? No, I I figured something happened, but I figured it was something way more like maybe Charlie was drunk, crawled into bed with Ellen or something. Mm. Not just fucking grazed up on her back and made some sexual joke. If you live with a man and you don't think something like that's going to happen, you're living with the wrong person. I mean, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because apparently Ellen and Julia, back twins. But, yeah, which is also another like weird... Well, I mean, if you think about it, they both have long, dark hair. They're uh, you know close to probably the same... Like, yeah, they're build. about the same build. And it was dark in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, very dark. So I get it, you know <laughs> what I mean? So Charlie, I don't know why Charlie... Charlie assumed that Julia was just in the kitchen, though. By helping herself on the first night that she's li- staying I mean, over. Who knows why people do what they do. Sometimes after sex, you get a sandwich so you can replenish your proteins. That's you fair. grab a Gatorade, you chug it, and then you go back in for round two and you play slot machines. That's fair. That's fair. But apparently they up. weren't playing slot machines. They were playing more of an Elliot Reed style game Dude. where let's go down to the farm. That was hilarious <laughs> oh man he's the little piggy who the little dainty piggy who doesn't like the mud and i noticed something so i remember last episode we talked how i was like i i got confused as to whether or not her name was julie or julia and he says her name is julia throughout this episode but when he's talking about this thing he says i'm the little dainty pig who doesn't like the mud and she's Farmer Julie. He calls her Julie. Yep. It's so like she ch- they changed her name for it, which I thought was interesting. I mean, maybe it's just part of the role playing. Yeah, I was just like, but then I was <laughs> like, well, this is just going to make it more confusing for me. <laughs> I mean, Keith isn't a Mexican, but he's a Mexican apple thief he when is. he's on the farm. He is a Mexican apple thief, yeah. <laughs> just watch that episode, too. <laughs> Box sex. Yep. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's uh <laughs> comes another one hour episode. I'm feeling it. All all the way, man. Uh oh, shit. so but, so Jesse tries to help them by telling them about a situation that Which, happened between him and Sid. That was very this, simple. This situation isn't that bad either. It's a little bit worse. Yeah. Um it's a little bit worse mainly because of nudity for them. I think yeah. like I mean, <laughs> Charlie and Ellen at least Fully clothed, no, like no big deal. I feel like it's Listen, not that big of a the, deal. The Jesse Sid one made me laugh my ass off though, because I'm like, that's never happened to Josh and I. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but I love it. Jesse walks into the bathroom, thinks that, or uh, he thought Meredith, Meredith was in the shower, and Sid thought he was Hannah. Yeah. Oh my god, I love the fucking Southern accent though. Yeah. <laughs> You want to tamper with some evidence? <laughs> His penis is the evidence, John. I mean, it's better than Captain Hammer because his hammer or his penis was the hammer. It's true. Now maybe the hammer is the evidence. We don't know. Is this game a clue? It could be. You know. It was. It was Captain Hammer with the hammer in the ballroom. Get it? The ballroom. In the ballroom. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Maybe Captain Hammer was in the shower. I don't know. Maybe. You never know. Because yeah. <laughs> a man's got to do. <laughs> but yeah, so Jesse got, you know, Je- they, they got, re- both of them got real awkward with each other uh, and, and started like not talking, like putting up signs. Like Sid put up, a, you know, Sid is in here on the bathroom door. Which, uh, again, point. overkill, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, guys, come on. Like, all you gotta Get do, over it. All you gotta do is close the door. Not close it over. Shut the fucking door. Yeah. Well, uh, the thing is, it's like, so you saw your, your, your friend's dick. Deal with it, man. It's not that big of a deal. Get over it. 
<laughs> Just get over it. But what oh, they do man. instead, Jesse finds a random book at a bookstore, Joe Pesci's 101 New York Musts. Now, and did you do your research? Does this book exist? I did not. Because <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, Joe Pesci, the only thing that would make that better if an audio book recording was included and he navigated you through the tour. No, see, I would I would get I'd get in on that. Because I mean Joe Pesci has that very unique like mm-hmm. New York accent too. Oh yeah. Which I would I'd be tidbit down. of information a lot of people don't know. Did you know that Joe Pesci and Frankie Valley were good friends back really? in the day before Frankie Valley was part of the four seasons? Really? Yep. Joe Pesci's even in the Jersey Boys movie to talk about the fact that he knew, or maybe it's not the movie, but he's mentioned in the movie. Like, like Frankie Valli has a friend. His name is Joe. And at one point they're like, oh, whatever happened to that guy? And he's like, I don't know. And then they're like, what was his last name? He's like Pesci, but he was probably nobody. Interesting. I did not know that. That's fascinating. Something today. And apparently, at least within the world of this, he wrote a book. He wrote a book. I mean, I could see that, though. Who better? Yeah. And so they go off and do everything in the book until they have buried the memory of what happened here. Apparently, all 101 things, because he says we did everything in the book. I love love how, like, towards the end of the episode, too, he's like, we got to go to Central Park now. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, it all shit. comes comes back up. Um, Julia is upset with Charlie because he's been ignoring her all night. Uh, and when she brings it up, he's like, I, you know, I'll fix this. But first, I got to run off and do a bunch of Joe Pesci approved things with my roommate. I feel like. And then so... she's just like, I'm done. I'm out. And she I, ends things. I feel like had he just tried to explain it a little bit, he could have saved it. Yeah, but again, I don't think this relationship was meant. I to. don't. I don't think that he's actually that he actually wants any of these relationships to work. You see, throughout you know the episodes that we have been watching, he's essentially been sabotaging his chances. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like the 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 episode where he's like sending out the baskets. Remember that? Like <laughs> he had a real shot with that girl. Like. He could have, but in reality, he's over here sabotaging things. I wish I had the money to send out baskets like that. Yeah. And I think it's because I think we're going to find out he's still in love with Vale. I, really, I wouldn't doubt it. I, really, I would not doubt it. So I'm keeping uh, I'm keeping my hopes up for that. That's what's going on here. Uh, and so they run off. They do their thing. Uh, and they come back saying, you know, they, they did it. They're, they can look each other in the eye again. And they're laughing. But I have to assume that they only did a handful of things because there's no chance that in that short amount of time they did all 101 things. I just no. don't. It had to have just been like, we were able to get through this with just a few uh, of well, Like I said, things. this wasn't a serious, like, yeah. it's not like he slept with her. It was just. Uh, or saw, or like they didn't see each other naked. That nope. would have been a much bigger thing, I think. That's for- yeah, especially considering you know it's not the same. It's not like it's two guys or two girls. It's a guy and a girl. That's yeah. slightly more awkward. Yeah, I think I just think that would have been more difficult. Yeah, I can see uh, that. And obviously, talking about all this brought it all back up for Jesse, and then seeing the book brought it all back. Listen, up Listen, I love that when Julia goes to walk off, Jesse's like. You want to help me talk through some stuff? Yes. And she's like, Can I tell no. you about something that happened to me? He looks like he's like ready to cry too. Yeah, absolutely, man. And then no, she just fucking, she's like, no, and walked off. Yeah, she don't care. And then like you said, zero, yeah. Zero care about it. At the end of their story arc, like Sid sees the book and he goes, why does that book look familiar? Yeah. He's like, like his eyes get really big and then in, I love how Jesse's just like, come on, we got to go to Central Park right now. Mm-hmm. But he's like, bye, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just boom, goes. <laughs> oh, man. 
Which yeah. brings us to our best story of the entire episode. You know something that we did not mention? Because it Uh-oh. ties in. During the Sid and Hannah stuff, um, Sid shows Hannah that video. There's a whole oh video. Oh my god, I it love that video. It takes place during the first episode. Because it's that first night when it they is. meet everybody. Um, and that... that Because he... After watching the video... He leaves. He just leaves his iPad. Yeah, which on I thought was really weird. Yeah, it's, he just sets it down. Now, granted, it's his bar. Maybe he feels comfortable. His friends are there. It's it's probably a private party. You know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> they probably would have closed the bar down for a private party for this. So he probably feels comfortable just leaving it there. But I, I did think that was a little weird. But it sets up something else. That yeah. Which is weird, though, too, because Sophie knows the password to his iPad. I thought that, too. Like, I could understand because, like, it was it was open. It wasn't locked when she picked it up. Like, the picture, uh, the the video was still on the, on the screen when Fair. she first picks it up. Um, so why she locked it in the first place to, before she went back, I don't know. And then, yeah, again, how did she – she just happens to know his, his code – I think it would have made more sense if it just stayed unlocked, you know. I mean, definitely. But I mean, it it makes he must not have anything bad on there or saved his iCloud. I guess, yeah. Uh, All right, so that was that. So we're going to talk about the rest of this, the the party, as I labeled it, um, which is essentially the Sophie and Vale and Swish stuff. Uh, Swish, he wants Vale's parents' permission. And uh, she lies and tells him that they're in India. And this kind of becomes a thing. Um, Listen, I loved that little they're in India whip. Because what happens later made me... Like, I literally was like... (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of funny stuff. Uh, And Swish, the first thing he does when he walks in... he, He goes up to Vale... And then he's like, I just saw our unborn children in your eyes. And I'm like, dude, like, I like you. You're a cool, you're a cool guy, but that's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, it, it made, made me laugh because it made me think of like the whole Dahmer Dobbler thing. Cause like, yes, if, if, if some random person did that, you'd think they're going to murder you. Well, and then I love that he's like, did you see our children in my eyes? He's like, oh, wait, you would only see them in your eyes because you're the mom. Did you see the sperm in my eye? And I'm like, yeah, it's just so awkward. Like, what are you doing? I was like, okay, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I so I love that as the party's going on, like each person takes their like wave through. Yeah. Except for Hannah and Sid. Yeah, they never, they never get chance. Nope. Yeah. But I do love that, like, Jesse tries his hardest to be, like, the single, like, I'm playing in the field guy. And he, like, makes himself out to be, like, this, like, like I said, he reminds me of Warmpus. Because yeah. he's, like, he's bombing it. Like, he's bombing it hard, man. Oh, it's so it's, bad. He's so not convincing as a playboy. He's just it's, not. It's, he can't. He can't do it. I think Charlie the- could have done it. Oh, easily. 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 Yeah. Um, but I do love that, like, like, and then, like, Sophie makes her little comments about, like, her back, and, like, she's like, oh. Yeah. And, you're, and I'm just like, okay, I get what you're doing, but it's clearly not working. Like, Swish wasn't falling for any of these tricks. <clears throat> and I then I, the, the stuff with, with, the, with Sophie and Swish was, I thought, really funny because she's, like, telling him the age differences and he keeps like purring at her yeah and then Which i was like oh my god that's so weird not, and funny all at the same time i'm not gonna lie they did throw a curveball that i didn't see coming i thought they were gonna go a different route but they didn't and so this is where like she sends the text message and then they go to sid and hannah who are in the back room and that's when hannah's phone goes off and he's like, oh, you're using that app. I'm using that app. And it's when they get into the fight about the houses. Yeah. I thought Sophie was going to tell them, instead of being an argumentative <laughs> husband-wife, play the mom-dad card and act like parents and you don't approve of the whole marriage thing. Yeah. You know, he's too young. 
they're not really they don't know each other that well. Yeah. And instead, no. She went and actually texted yeah. Val's parents. Yeah, and you can thank Ellen for that, because Ellen kind of gave her the idea. Ellen did. Unknowingly, she gave but her the idea. What makes me laugh is is that they waste no time to get down there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't approve of this. And Sophie's like, well, then you get in there and get them. And yeah. she, they're like, yeah. And then Val walks up and she's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Yeah. And this is where Swish enters. And he's like, oh, my God. You guys and Sophie's like, yeah, they made it in from India. They shut it down, and he's yeah, like, India, India closed. India closed, and he's like, oh, bummer. And I love her mom's line. He bought they closed. Yeah, <laughs> he bought that they closed. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was oh. that was a great line. <laughs> Speaking of great lines, man, I gotta jump back real quick to to the Jesse stuff. Uh, after. His unconvincing ploy as the playboy, Sophie grabs him and like they, they they talk, and there's this amazingly funny line here where she's like, "How did I ever have sex with you?" And missionary, he, missionary right? Like, what? what? Like, what are you doing, Jesse? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, I will I, say I watched this episode several times, and. Each time, that line just cracked me up. Oh, man. I will say that as all of this is progressing, you know, like her parents sit down, they have the conversation conversation with Swish. And he's got a plan, man. Dude, he has a plan. And that's what impressed me. Yeah. And in in this moment, I was like, oh, shit, this kid's like, he's serious. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then this is where, like, Sophie goes and does, like, the iPad and, like, shows Val. And oh, I'm just, yeah, yeah, And I'm just kind of like, okay, well. Well, I mean, the whole, you skipped over the whole part of Val just decides, like, because, like, he impresses the, her oh, parents. Oh, yeah. And, and they give him their blessing. blessing and Val's yeah. just like, fine, I'll marry him. She's like, she's going to do it at that point. Do you think she really would have, though? I think she would have. Yeah. Oh, I man. I really do. If that not makes... for Sophie really, like, keeping keeping it on. And I, I don't know if she could have done anything if she hadn't found that video. I don't know what she could have done. I don't know either, man, but that's that's just crazy to think that. Because she she mentions, she talks to her about Charlie before the whole thing with the video. That you know, is true. You and Charlie were endgame. And, yeah. And she's like, well, maybe we're not. I don't know. You know? And I gotta I say, though, that, video that, is, video, uh, that, that video is fucking cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that video. And it shows, like, how much love the two of them had. Yeah. And I think still have, really. Like, you know? I don't, I don't think the love is gone. <laughs> I think just right now they're on. It's, it's kind of like Robin and Ted, like, yeah. You know that they're going to probably end up together in the end, but right now they're just on different chapters. Yeah. That is why I do not believe Charlie would be the father. Like, I think that would probably cause too much issue between her and Vale if that was a thing that happened. Although they're... Unless they're... it's like a donor situation. Bam. And I was just going to say, what if it's a donor situation? Yeah. I could. That could be an interesting twist to this story. I was going to say, that would explain why we haven't seen the father. Yeah. I mean, besides the fact that it's, you know, how they're going to tell that story. But... I mean, it would be interesting, man. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities, and it excites me. Uh, but, yeah, so um, Sophie shows her the video and everything and, and tells her, like, if you if you believe that you can have that level of love with Swish, then go for it. Yeah. If not, don't do it because you need to find your true love, whether it's Charlie or not. And I like that she says that because she doesn't want to push. Oh, it has to be Charlie. Right. What if it isn't? You know, um, I like that. And then. uh Veil ends things with Swish, you know? Or Swish. Breaks that little puppy's heart. Yeah, I love that they sh- they did the transition, too. Like, they show him start to walk away, and then they shift it into the dog, and, like, the dog goes around the corner. Yeah. He's a cute little puppy. 
And then he ended up in the Chinese restaurant, and he was probably not a number seven combo. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but we do know he does not end up in the in the cabbie's cab <laughs> because we find out later on that <coughs> later he, he gets get married. Happy. Yeah, weeks, weeks. Yes, happily weeks. married, and uh, now apparently has an island that the U.S. government just gave to him. I want to know who he ended up marrying. Yeah, like I wonder if we'll ever get like a like reappear of switch. Yeah. That'd be that'd be interesting. You know, he just he shows up. You know, him and his wife because he obviously yeah, he married. Why at that not? Point. Um, and they just bump into him and hey guys, that'd be kind of neat. I, I would love to see stuff like that. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, and we find out that uh, Vale's dad really upset, he really, really upset, her, really wanted her to marry Swish. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, overall, it wouldn't have been a bad thing, it's just not where she needs to be. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and that's pretty much where we leave off everything. Um, because because the last stuff. Is uh is the stuff with Charlie and Ellen and and then yep. Jesse and Sid running out the door, but uh, yeah, what? Let me know your overall thoughts on this episode. How did you like it, especially compared to uh, what we've seen in this second half of the season so far? I mean, <clears throat> it was it was a little bit of a slower episode, definitely compared to the the little bit we've started to see. Yeah, but so all right. So here's where I'm going to call my bullshit. I like the episode, but with the whole Sid and Hannah, yeah, she is pulling a lily during the whole like end of season one, beginning of season two. Mm-hmm. Like, like I get Sid is like, you know, I've got a bar, I have a, I have, I'm established. Yeah, but, like for her to be out there, like for her her schooling and stuff like that. And then just think that Sid's going to leave everything behind. Like there should yeah, be a compromise. I mean, it, absolutely. It's like, it is a lot harder to just dissolve a business that you yeah. have worked your ass off to build. Yeah. And like he, in the previous episode, Sid makes a comment that I don't think we had mentioned, but he makes a comment when Sophie's like, oh, starting a business is so easy. And he's like, uh, uh, that's about, or that sounds, or that's about white or something like that, I think is what he says. Because it's that white privilege on Sophie where it's like, it's so easy, where I guarantee you it was not for him. Probably not. And for Hannah to just be like, just move here and probably assume you could just start another business out here. One, there is zero guarantee that he'd be able to successfully restart a business out there. You know what I mean? Especially nothing as something as successful as he's already got. Oh yeah. Oh, and he has put all this work into this business. This is his baby, you know? Well, yeah. And he's just like, I made a few friends. (laughs) Not, you know, so my stuff's more important now. It's like, you have friends here. You can get a job literally anywhere. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? And like I said, I think that's why. Unwilling to even consider it. I, that I think, bothers me. I, I think that's why I instantly paralleled it to the whole Stella Ted thing. And I hated it because I was like, I know what it did to Ted in the end. Yeah. Because then, you know, later <laughs> on, Ted runs into Stella and he follows her to where he thinks she's going. And it turns out she's going home to Tony in New York. Yeah. And he's like, well, she was going to make me give shit up, but then she's living in New York now? Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm like... Because... Mm. Yeah, because we could easily see that kind of thing happen. Like, they break up, and what? It, she moves back to New York with her with a new guy? Like, I could see that happening. Or on like, her own? Se- season three, season four, we see Hannah pop up again, and she's with somebody else, and she's in New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could see that that happening. Um and it yeah, it's it's less about oh, they should definitely move back to New York and more about she her unwillingness to even consider it. Yeah. But uh, expecting Sid to consider LA. See, at least I'm not uh, the only one who who cuz like I said, I had thought about that while I was watching the episode. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, I'm like, they're really pulling on those like strings, like 
like I know that like it's not gonna last forever, but like it's it's not gonna last much longer either. Yeah. I really don't I don't think Bring it. back Taylor. Bring back Taylor. Yeah, I I fully believe Taylor will be back. Oh, she will. Oh yeah. So um but yeah, so I think that uh I think we answered most of the questions I think I would have had um as we talked because we talked about like the possible future of of Vale and Charlie. Hell yeah. Um you know something that I've noticed over the last uh, since, since the season came back, we've seen barely any of Ellen's girlfriend Rachel. Yep. You know, we we got a small bit of her in um, the daddy episode where they went and met the three dads and whatnot. Yep. But I think pretty sure that's it. Pretty I think much. that's the only episode she's even in. If yep. I'm not mistaken. They, I mean, they mention her once in a while, but yeah, we've yeah, they mentioned seen her. But that's of the three episodes so far back. She's only been in a small amount of one of them. Yep. And it's like, that's a bummer. Cause I like her. So I hope we get to see more of her uh, down the road. So. I don't know. All right. Um, unless you got uh, anything else you want to add, uh, I think we can probably wrap things up here, man. And you can tell everybody where they can find you. Listen, it's pretty simple. You hop on over to Twitter. <clears throat> and listen, I'm, I got to specify this now because I've noticed this has been happening a lot lately. I'm getting a lot of new likes on Twitter. So if you're coming to Twitter to find me at Simply Saying J1 and you're finding me from this podcast, hit me up, tweet me. Hit my inbox up. Let me know so I can do a follow back, people. Yes. I'd like to. I'd like to get to know my peoples. <laughs> Gotta uh, know those peeps. Hell yeah! But ladies and gentlemen, that is me. Simply saying, J one. I am the Not Your Mama's podcast maker, and <clears throat> honestly, I'm just an asshole with a mouth. That's fair. Uh, speaking of, of, of people on Twitter talking, we did get somebody who reached out on Twitter to us. Uh, uh, Omar uh, Zaran and he said recently discovered your guys podcast on Spotify and love it still working my way through uh, on start of season two of how I met your mother but love you love your guys perspective on the show and curious to see what your takes are on how I met your father so guy wh- when you <laughs> when you finally get to how I met your father you'll hear you were mentioned on the show Boom. oh yeah <laughs> and thank you so much for listening everybody I mean, everybody, everybody, like, yeah. you know, we, we are very grateful that two years into the running, you guys are like, let's still listen to them. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's been a, it's a blast. It's been a blast and it's going to continue to be one. Also hop on over to Twitter. It's going to be a couple days late when you do it, but hop on over to Twitter and hit up Merc with a movie blog and you tell that motherfucker happy birthday. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know if it'll get posted on my birthday or not, depending on what time I get home that day. But uh, it might get posted the day after. But that would be awesome if you guys come on and tell me a happy birthday. Just let them know happy birthday. Uh, But yeah, so you guys can find me on Twitter at MovieBlogMerk. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merk with the Movie Blog. Be sure to check out my site uh, over the next couple of weeks because I'm going to be covering the Tribeca Film Festival. So definitely do that. Ooh, we got Superman on the screen here. Uh, sorry, Ooh, sir. Fancy. That is the Eradicator. Oh, oh, the Eradicator. All right. All that I could see. Superman. All I could see was was the logo because it got kind of blurry in there. Sorry. <laughs> I came with my uh, McFarlane figure. Oh, nice. Very nice. I did. I got the Eradicator. Cool. Uh, but yeah, if you are uh, <laughs> watching this, you are watching this on the Merc of the Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button if you like what you're watching. Smash that subscribe button and click that little bell, wherever the fuck it is, so you can get our videos. And if you're watching from your mobile device, don't forget that you can set it to let you know when new content drops on this channel. Also, don't forget to check out all the content that Josh has already posted on this channel with his trailer reviews and stuff like his DC and Marvel stuff. He's got, oh, what a Marvel. He's got stuff about Star Wars. I mean, he's got trailer reviews. There's something for everybody. Every once in a while, our kids make an appearance. That's fair. Yeah. Also, uh, if you haven't already seen it, the new trailer or teaser poster dropped for Ghostbusters Project Firehouse. Ah! <laughs> great time yeah. to be alive. It's going to be good, man. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. So also be sure to uh, 
follow us on all the audio podcast forms that we have. We have uh, Spotify for podcasts, all you formerly known as Anchor. You can check us out there. Oh, yeah. uh, leave us a voice message there. That'd be fantastic. Um, Apple Podcasts, if you like what you're listening to, you can leave us a five-star review, and we will read that out on air. And uh, hop on over also to just Spotify. Leave us a you know a rating. We'd love to get us up in the ranks there. Obviously, Omar found us on Spotify, so oh, be yeah. sure to uh, you know share that around as well. Share com- You can also comment on the YouTube channel. We always forget to mention that. Be that sure to true. leave leave your comments there if you have something to say. And, you know, we'd love to hear it. Um, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Last Call H I M Y M and Patreon.com slash Last Call H I M Y M. We uh, have some cool stories for you. We'd love to get some people up on there. I was going to say, we stories. got some fun stories that we can tell. We, we we can offer pretty much anything on Patreon. Yeah. So if there's something you want from us, let us know. If it's not too ridiculous, we'll make a deal. That's right. So uh, I think that's all I got for him, man. What do you got for him? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to make it nice and simple. You don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. Boom. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>